How's it going? It's a shitty night tonight. I have two tables, all black people, so I know I'm not making no tips. Are you being serious right now? Yeah, look over there. I have two tables. They're all black. I'm working for free tonight. That waitress sized us up in two seconds. We're black and black people don't tip. So she wasn't going to waste her time. Now somebody like that, nothing you could do to change their mind. No, I, I mean, are you being seriously that racist? What? Well, you don't know that I'm going to tip you. Yes, I do. Just because they're black? I've been waiting tables for five years. I never got a tip from a black person. Not once. First of all, I don't believe you. Second of all, that's still racist. <laughs> I am not racist. Screw you. Well, how much is you leave? You expect me to pay for that kind of service? <laughs> what? What the fuck is you laughing at, man? What are you talking about? She says black people don't tip. Are you nuts? Niggas don't tip. Everyone knows that. Have you ever waited tables before? No. Then shut up, asshole. Music was my side chick, but now we're moving in together. Always felt misunderstood. I guess I have to tolerate my swag to overwit this dude and never take a holiday. ABC jeans, brown leather jacket on. Kitsune cable knit, cardigan from Rag and Bone. Thick Filipino chick, homemade bracelet. Her booty make her just a rapper. She ain't gotta say shit. I'm someone they admire Set the game ablaze I'm an arcade fire Laughed at my rise Like my motion was funny Yes, ashy to classy My lotion is money The ride is easy When the dollar's there To grease the wheels Not everybody tell me What to do and how to feel It seems the more I try to connect with the world I am feeling more alone Than I ever have felt before I wanna pick up the phone Ask my dad how to handle it But what will happen When my dad's not there to answer it I try to clear my mind of thoughts that only slow me down Like when these niggas call me faggot and we homies now But we are not homies, I just keep you around Cause all you're talking is the noise, I need to kill the sound How should I begin this? I'm just so offended How am I even mentioned by all of you fucking beginners? I'm so appalled, I might buy them all Just to show niggas how much more I have in store I'm fresher than you all, so I don't have to pause All of y'all can suck my balls through my drawers Hey, welcome to the Black Guy Tips with your host Rod and Karen. <clears throat> and we're back nursing the cold. Yes, he's nursing the cold, and I'm trying to figure out why he's talking about sucking balls through drawers. That's right. Everybody likes that. Y'all can tingle my balls in my Irish spring through my drawers. <laughs> I don't know, that might be a little bit too much for him, baby. And this is a feedback episode, and this is actually a little behind the scenes. Our second time recording it today. Yes. Uh, and we do this because we don't want you guys to have anything less than a quality product. That's right. Um, and so, this is how we solved the problem. Mm-hmm. Yep. Karen will not be beating me during the middle of the show anymore. No. She just does it because she loves me. Yes. 
Um, now, of course, if you listen to this show, you can find us by searching The Black Guy Who Tips on Facebook, iTunes, and Podomatic. You can even Google us. And you can look for us on theblackguytips.com, where we have donate buttons for fans who want to contribute to the show and show their support and help us keep putting out a quality product for you guys. Um, don't forget also, since this is the feedback show, you leave reviews when you go on iTunes. Mm-hmm. And we read them on the show if and only if they're five stars. Yes, five stars only. And uh, if you hear a little clicking, that's because I have a lozenge in my mouth and I'm probably going to have to do the whole podcast like that to keep from coughing all over the place. So, you know, more behind the scenes. Um, don't forget you can call the show 704-557-0186 and leave a voicemail. And we do have a lot of them. Yes, we do. This is the most voicemails we've ever had in a week. I think Break it's 12. records, guys. Hey. Um, <clears throat> And you can email the show, theblackgowlitips at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter. I'm at Rodimus Prime. I'm Say That Again. That is in D-A-T. And you can also call us on our house uh, phone. It's 704. No, I'm just joking. I'm about to say, that's not the house phone. The official weapon of the show is... The Taser. And the unofficial sport is... Bullet Ball. And Bullet Ball Extreme. Now, let's get into some actual... Well, before we do that, let me give some props to people who donated to the show. Yes. Uh, as always, I like to thank these people. We got our first actual recurring donation. And what I mean by that, not the first person who signed up, but the first time we actually got an automatic payment from somebody who has a recurring payment. Thank plan. you. Thank you, Michael B. We appreciate it, player. Yeah, we do. It's that type of shit to keep the podcast popping, baby. Uh, and Geo also did it. I think this is Mexican Geo. Uh, he uh, gave us five dollars. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? I normally don't say how much because I forgot this time. Sorry about that. <laughs> but uh, no, nah, thank you very much, Mexican Geo. Thank man. you. We appreciate it. And um, you know, anybody that donates, like I said, I don't give a fuck if it's a penny. People donating that shows to me that you guys feel like this is worthwhile. Yes. So you know. Uh, oh wait, did I say five? I meant five hundred. I read the zeros wrong. Thank you, you for all sure the money. You sure did. That's right. Video. You a baller. Okay, wink, wink. Everybody, leave them alone. <laughs> nah, seriously, man. Thank you. Thank you for donating. Thank um, you. Now let's get into some podcasting and stuff. Yes, sir. What kind of feedback you want to do first? iTunes reviews, uh, voicemail, email, or Facebook comments? Let's do Facebook since we already own it. All right. Um... On Facebook this week, we had people leave a couple comments. Uh, we had Karen's birthday episode where we had a couple comments. Uh, Kevin says, when can I get on your show? And I said, Kevin, who are you? <laughs> and I found out later that he is actually dating one of Karen's cousins. Yes. Uh, but he needed to introduce himself first. And Ty Battle said, Rod, you funny, man. And Michelle said, I know people demanding to be on the show. Uh, then we had... Uh, the irony of hating Twitter on Twitter, which is our show with Morgan P. Campbell, where the P stands for what, Karen? Pimpin. And Christine says, Morgan P. is simp- super wordy. Best nerdgasm I ever had. And Morgan Campbell says, ha ha ha, thanks. So I, I guess that was a squirting nerdgasm. Oh, kind of mm. nasty there. Ooh, she kind of freaky. Uh, and then, of course, uh, the other episode we dropped this week, uh, we got comments from uh, we, you know, with Will and Justin, obviously. Yes. Uh, 
Marcus says, man, you posted this right on time. I just checked if there was a new one about an hour ago. Keep them coming. You know what, Marcus? I'm going to take you up on that. I will keep them coming. Yes. Uh, so now what do you want to do? Emails, iTunes reviews, or voicemails? Let's do iTunes reviews. All right. Let's check out the... Oh, I also oh. forgot. We had a couple comments on Potomatic. Yes, we did. Yeah, let me uh, let me just hit that, the Potomatic page real quick. Because I think Morgan P, where the P stands for, Pippin, may have had a few uh, comments from a secret admirer. Or a stalker. Or a stalker, yes. Morgan Pippin Campbell, shaking my head. Hilarious. From name left blank. Dun, dun, dun. Insert name here. And then they left four more, three more comments. Oh my God, Morgan, famous, shaking my head. Mm-hmm. Ha ha ha! Y'all are too funny. And Morgan, nice addition. Mm. Finally got a nickname, huh, Morgan? So I don't know, man. Hope he doesn't own a bunny rabbit. I hope he don't. <laughs> um. <laughs> okay, let's uh, get into. Uh, what do you want to do? iTunes reviews? Yes. Oh, you know what would help if I had iTunes open. Yes, that would help out a lot. So, uh, how's everything been going for you? I heard you was on uh, another podcast last night. Yes, I was. Uh, Actually, Thursday night after we recorded ours, I did Adjective J's podcast called The Negro Majority. He's a very, very funny dude. We had a good time with him. And um, we, I wasn't on that one. I'm sorry. You cheating on me? No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm sorry. I had a good time with him. I'm sorry. I know. I'm used to us being a combo. I'm sorry, the burger went to the meal without the fries. Mm. So, but I did have a good time performing by myself, though. Well, you are the star of the show. Yes, I am. Speaking of stars, five star reviews. Let's read them. Yes. Uh, this one says half the podcast is good. Five stars. So that half must be ten stars good. Yes. Because we got five, average of five. Yes. It says at least Rod is a great podcaster. Karen. Eh. The voice is annoying. Anyway, <laughs> great topics, random thoughts, etc. <laughs> you know you like this country twang. <laughs> mm. Yeah, well, you know, she's annoying to me too. What can I say? At least you ain't got to live with her, Samantha. Um, Van Glorious, five stars. By Osiris Huru. Huru. Um, now this one's going to be a tough read, but I'm going to go ahead and read it anyway, because what did I promise, Karen? You was going to read it as long as it had five stars. That's right. Voila! In view, a humble vaudevillian veteran cast vicariously as both victim and villain by the vicissitudes of fate. This visage, no mere veneer of vanity, is a vestige of the vox populi, or populi, how now vacant. Vanished. However, this valorous visitation of a bygone vexation stands vivified and has vowed to vanquish uh-huh. these vernal and virulent vermin vanguarding vites and vouchsafing and the violently vicious, voracious violation of volition. The only verdict is vengeance, a vendetta held as votive. Not in vain. For the value and veracity of such shall one day vindicate the vigilant and the virtuous. Verify the I don't know how you pronounce this Vicios mm-hmm. I don't know Vicios I don't know A verbiage veers most verbose So let me simply add That it is my good honor 
what? That was it? Oh. Is my very good honor? I don't know. Well, I don't he, get this. You gave one. five stars, so I am cool with yeah. that. Yeah. Yes, the, your your and, review was helpful. Yes, and, and, and No, Samantha, your review was not helpful, <laughs> even though it was five stars. No. <laughs> Vote and, against that. And and two things. I think this person used a dictionary the whole time they was writing this. Mm -hmm. And it was brought to you by the Sesame Street letter V. Yeah. There's a lot of words with friends points right there. Oh, he will be killing, wouldn't he? Yes. Double, he triple points. Um, so those are the reviews. Now what do you want to do? You want to do um, the voicemail or the email? Let's do emails first. All right. Let's go into the email box. Yes. Um, first of all, this person writes the show, but they've been on the show. Mr. Montgomery. Yes. Will. Rod. When I heard about this, I knew you and Karen would want to know immediately. Mark Griffin, our good buddy who created Bullet Ball, has just announced that he will be releasing a new game late this summer. Since nobody other than the Blackout Tips podcast liked Bullet Ball, he decided to think outside the box and come up with something completely new, refreshing, and a lot safer. Thus, his new achievement, Taser Ball the Game and Taser Ball Extreme. There's no wonder why Bullet Ball... <laughs> There's no wonder why Bullet Ball did so poorly. No one likes to hear about bullets flying all around. That's way too dangerous. Mark addresses this problem directly by inventing Taser Ball. It is completely safe and no one gets hurt except for the intended target. Oh. And that is only temporary. Taser Ball is very popular among various law enforcement agencies and is growing in popularity among home users. I would hope so. For the, games, for the gamers seeking a bigger rush comes Taser Ball Extreme with 35% more voltage than the original game. I don't know about you, but I'm definitely excited. <laughs> we so excited, but there's no way that shit is real. I'm not even Googling it to see if it's real. Don't you ever call up here teasing me with your uh, with promises of a better game than Bullet Ball. It's impossible. Don't mess with Will. Will we'll come back with a link now. He'll find it. Well, he better. Well, that's what he said with that link to that uh, new uh, The Last Dragon. I still ain't seen that link, Will. It's been weeks. <laughs> Thought they was working on the Last Dragon 2010. Anyway, DH writes in, Yeah, I'm listening to your old stuff again. Your boy was wrong. Wheezy wasn't Archie Bunker's maid. They moved in next door to the Bunkers. What pissed him off the most is, what, is that she was actually a maid for Edith's cousin, Maude, uh, who was played by B, uh, B. Arthur from the Golden Girls. And don't be talking about how the hell this nigga know this shit. I just know. Me and my sister didn't have no damn Atari. <laughs> I think what pissed Archie off the most is that he was living next to a pack of niggers. <laughs> you dude, talk about my racist. That dude was racist. I, you never seen that show. That dude, all in the family is racist and shit. They don't hide it. <laughs> uh, Rod and Karen, how you doing, folks? The gay caveman made me die laughing. I guess the end, that is the nature versus nurture battle discussion on if you're born or made gay, huh? There wasn't any Bravo logo or queer eye turning him gay back in the day. I know. He probably started it. I, I bet you, you look in the history books, he was the founder of all those organizations. <laughs> <laughs> you think his his cave was immaculately uh, decorated uh, interior design? You know. You know the rocks were, were carved just right. He had an entryway. I yeah, mean, come had, on. Probably he had columns in his cave. Yes. You want to do some wall painting? Yeah. Um, okay. Some thoughts. <laughs> What does a gay caveman sound like, though? Seriously. Before I get back to this email. Like, ooga booga, y'all. Hello. Yeah. Oh, my God. It is just raining triceratops out here. Um, 
Okay, some thoughts. You mentioned the no sex in marriage and the whole I withhold sex until you mow the lawn, take out the trash, paint the garage versus she never let me do anything dynamic. I blame sitcom, period. Every single one of them has had a married couple since the Cosby's fake-ass family uh, has used that uh, formula for laughs. Married with children, King of Queens, Everybody Loves Raymond, Yes Dear, Hell, even the Hewleys have capitalized on the wives are no fun. We never have sex ideal. One, let me tell you something. Stop watching all these fucking sitcoms. They're terrible. Sitcoms are like the the, the worst, the lowest form of entertainment. They tell you when to laugh. It's a laugh track telling you when to laugh. <laughs> Nigga, you better put it on Archer. Anyway. Archer's hilarious. Why do care? Your relationship flies in the face of every everything formulaic TV has taught me, and I won't stand for this. Don't don't you shatter my schema. Um, let me tell you something, dog. I withhold sex from Karen all the time, okay? This ain't no party around here. Until she get that trash taken out, ain't gonna be no dick giving. <laughs> Y'all see what I have to put up? Then people wonder why I beat you. I've been so sick of work. I started, I skated up to Chapel Hill last week to blow off some steam, and damn, it felt like I was going home. Is that how you feel going back to Fayetteville? Getting back to the Merc and maybe checking out the new Walmart. Seeing that Paradise CD records and tapes is replaced by some weird store. And that Cross Creek is one of America's hoodest malls when it comes to female attire. No? Damn. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the answer to that is no. Yeah, I don't I don't go I back to Fayetteville. No, I hadn't been back since I graduated, dog. Yeah. Uh, last time I was in Fayetteville, I saw a girl with a tattoo trifecta. On a, of a tramp stamp, lips on on the neck and paws on the breast. Wow, wow, that's a You're lot doing of tat, right. a lot of ink. She's probably a stripper. Yeah, cause guess what? That means somebody had to touch her. Yep. She was at Hallmark in the Hallmark store buying birthday cards for her kid from her baby daddy. So that means the nigga couldn't even send her the kid a card. So she went to the store and bought a birthday card for him. Pretending to be the father. Wow. And how does he know that, Karen? I know because she asked me which one I'd give to my kid. Oh. I said, uh-uh. I wouldn't buy that car or any car because my kids don't exist. I feel you on that one. As I send this, I just got a call. My best friend of the female persuasion is surprise visiting Charlotte. My laid-back yard work weekend just became Drank City. Oh. And Rod, you thought you'd escape with, with that snipe about my old girlfriend? Never. She has a great ass. I'm not ashamed to say it. I miss it. <laughs> not small or flat. A nice round booty. She couldn't find jeans for herself in a normal white girl store. Yeah, I caught you clowning. Now, I wasn't clowning you, man. If you remember that, uh, Karen was asking could uh, the person who uh, worked as attended me in my optometrist office be the same chick that you used to holler at. Mm -hmm. And I said, no. Not unless... Mike likes them with no ass because that chick had no ass. Now, I wasn't putting it past you. I assumed that that, that wasn't your chick. Now, if I would have said it is her, then I think you should be insulted. Yes. Wrapping up, after hearing how the DMV Morning Jones tweet up went, I think we should plan one in Charlotte. Mostly because there are women out there who need to know me and also begin their romancing of me. Also, you guys will be invited. Peace. No white girl problems today, although work did start. To give me a stipend for my BlackBerry use, does this mean I can I must alter the inner ratchetness and Twitter game I run during work hours? So I guess that is a white girl problem. Uh, 
I can't believe he sends these from his Blackberry. That's a lot of writing. <laughs> like, well, that was me for my iPhone. My shit would be all all kinds of spelling errors and shit. Um, yeah, the self-correcting. Yeah, thank you, Mike, for the uh, for the update on your white girl problems and the email. Okay, let's get to the next email. Uh, Trojan Scooter writes in, "Good work on the show this week. Uh, thank you, brother. Thank you. Is that <laughs> is that those archaeologists actually said the caveman was gay?" Um, was he found touching his toes or something? <laughs> I guess so. To the guys behind the Miley sex doll, Chris Hansen knows where you live. Yes, he does. Keep up the good work and fuck Ashley Judd. Peace. And yeah, I forgot to add this last time, but Ashley Judd, the main problem I, I really had with her that I forgot to say was, it's not her attack on hip-hop, but if the youth listen to Diddy and Snoop, um... And stop, you know, start wrapping it up, protecting themselves from HIV and AIDS. Isn't that a good thing? It is a good thing. Like, who, the, the teens we're talking about, the at-risk youth, are mostly minorities. Yes, and honestly, they don't give a fuck about Ashley Judd either. Yeah, they don't watch Ashley Judd movies. Yeah. She's just some white woman coming in telling what to do. Yeah, so you're talking about an audience that don't know you, and indirectly, you saying, fuck you too. So yeah, somebody that might not listen to Ashley Judd might listen to Snoop. Who are you to say don't help stop AIDS, rapper? You know, and so that's really the most important thing. Like we, you're for a charity, you know, and she's probably just trying to sell her book. But you, come on, that's not the right attitude to have. Uh, Trey writes in with no spaces in his paragraphs. What up, Rod and Karen? I didn't have to go to work this morning, so I have time to finally share a couple thoughts on my past few on the past few podcast episodes. I do have one quick random thought. At my job, we've been really backed up on work, so they started hiring new people, and it seems like they've made me one of the un- one of the official trainers. I've had to train two different people in the past week and a half. That means my podcast listening schedule is all fucked up. I hate how supervisors ask you to do something and they know you're pretty much obligated to say yes. Yes. Kind of like how they come to you at 4 o'clock on a Friday and they say, I know you're supposed to be getting off in a couple of minutes, but I need you to put in another hour. Yes. Of work, please. Yeah, what are you going to say? No? How are you going to do it? Um, or else next time overtime is offered, you will not be on the listing. Alright, so episode 143 with Patrice was a great episode and Karen was hilarious. Thank you. I thought she was annoying. Uh, I don't know what you're listening to. The only hilarious parts of that podcast I heard was me podcasting God 10 Star Rod. So, ah, 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 what about Patrice? Uh, Patrice was okay too. Uh, but <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm the one that makes this thing listenable, okay? Yes. You know, I mean, this whole podcast thing was your idea now. Yeah, I'm so good that she hate that Samantha Jackson hates you. But we'll listen anyway. Yes. <laughs> I, t- I told you, it's like I say, mold. It has to grow on her. And, mm-hmm. you know, eventually, this sexy country twang will grow on her. Uh, that would be funny if all small-time crooks would put their money together and file a class-action lawsuit against Batman. They should. Yeah. Uh, man, without these spaces, I just hope that I'm reading this right. Yes. Jeez, why didn't you put spaces in your paragraphs? Uh, I hate how supervisors actually do something. Okay, I did that. Great episode with Patrice. I did that. Uh, okay, Batman. All right, next. Mm-hmm. I can't remember which episode it was. It's the story about Ray Charles' ex jump off 
or something writing a book. Seems like writing a book is a new rap game. Yes, it is. Right. Hey, even people like everybody on Black Talk Radio is writing a book. Like Twitter, people with a blog, they're writing a book. Everybody's writing a book. I should start pretending I'm writing a book just just because. Yeah, we need a Black Out Who Tips book. Yeah, how to beat your woman and get away with it for years. How to beat your man and he's now don't even know he's been beaten. <laughs> Remember a few years ago, we all knew, or probably still knows, somebody trying to become a rapper? Yeah, that's what I feel like. Yes. So Jazzo and all these other former jump-offs with their tell-all book, tell books need to go sit down somewhere. I think it was a feedback episode where you played a couple audio, audio news articles that asked why the reporters had to change their pitch of their voice on certain words. I like to call it the verbal quotation. Yes. That's a good way to call it. It's like verbal... Uh, yeah, it's like they, like Karen said on the show y'all didn't hear. Putting your fingers up when you say a word. Yes, that's what they ought to do. Yeah. I think they teach them that in school because they all do it. Yes. Finally, the real world. Or what I'm calling it, the mad real world. MTV has found some dysfunctional mofos this season. Nanny is officially cray-cray, and it all makes sense that she's been hit before. She don't know how to act after being locked down for six years. Yeah, she's, she also seems like a, the pretty type of chick that has never had anyone ever just not treat her, uh, not not kowtow to her, not bow down and just do what she wants. Because she has no idea how to handle somebody like Adam who just don't give a fuck. He's just trying to fuck and he don't care about the rest. Oh, true. Um, Leroy and Naomi are going to fuck around and catch that house in Virginia the way they're going. Yeah, they like they have sex with anything moving, and if they can't find that moving at night, they fuck each other. Wow! I just hope they wrapping it up. They better. I mean, y'all in Vegas, man. Vegas brings out like there's uh, prostitutes and shit like yeah, that that are probably going home. Yeah. yeah. Dustin has multiple personalities. One minute he thinks he's from NY with all the sun talk. Next, he's calling people sir in arguments. Uh, I like Dustin a lot, and he is also crazy. Um. I agree with you that Adam is the type of dude that only get to only get with virgins. He likes to have control over them, but he's such a lame. Uh, I agree. I would have preferred. I would have gone into more detail on the episodes, but this email is long enough. Lastly, Tiger Woods is minus seven so far at the Masters. Could we be seeing the old Tiger? I hope not. I want Tiger to do something because I don't care what nobody says. Without Tiger, damn it, I don't give a crap about golf. Uh, keep up the good work. Until next time, peace. Peace. And peace to you, my brother. Uh, let's go ahead and get into what's left. The voicemails? Mm-hmm. All right, so you ready to do some voicemails, buddy? We got yes. a ton of them. And uh, I think what I'm going to do is just uh, play the voicemails and um, sit back and just let you know let the people get their words out. And, you know, we'll, we'll jump in where we can. All right, let's go. Hey, what's up, Rod, Karen? It's your boy, Larry. Um, uh, a couple of things, man. Uh, first and foremost, I'd like to thank you guys for shortening up the voicemail, um, message. Uh, shit was entirely too long before. There were times where I would call in the past, and I forget the fuck I had to say, cause I was waiting for that shit to rap, so, you know, uh, kudos on that. Hey, um, E, um, uh, I, I actually, it's funny now because I was going to start this shit off. Uh, I come to you humbly with hat in hand, but then I just kind of slammed it, you know. 
But anyway, um, I do want to uh, offer my uh, retraction of Dwayne The Rock Johnson slander. Um, I watched Faster yesterday, and uh, I, I'm not even an action movie fan, man, but I got to admit, that was a pretty decent movie. Yeah, he don't say very much. He kind of held it down, though. Um, I, I, I still want to keep Angelina Jolie up there. I, I don't know if I ever presented that to you. I think she might still be like the biggest action star or the best action star of our time. Um, but I, I will retract that and I'm willing to see another movie starring The Rock, um, whenever that, that opportunity does come across. So, hey, that's all I have, man. Um, short message. I, I, I got no excuses. I got nothing else to say. Anyway, I can't keep racism alive. Uh, I love it. It's like listening to one of my aunts or something, you know, just say like, uh, you just, you haven't quite came out to crappy yet. I'm waiting. I know it's coming. It, it's going to slip on out there. I, I know. Uh, cause I know my people, so. Anyway, uh, until that episode, I'll let y'all next time, man. Peace. 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 Thanks, Larry, for writing in. I'm um, laughing at him. He want to give us the wrap-up music on our voicemail. Yeah, well, the, our voicemail intro, we did change it and shorten it. Yes, so. we did. We made it shorter and sweeter for all y'all out there. So if you think about calling, please do call in. And I love the rock. And I have hidden racism. It's hidden. It's not hidden on this podcast. It's way too open. Yes, it's hidden in real life. Oh, that's sad. Anyway, I see why Samantha. I understand what you was talking about. That's the kind of that's the kind, That's of, the stuff. kind of stuff you have to deal with. Yep. Um. But yeah. So, uh, Angelina Jolie. All I say is this, dog. She's twenty pounds. She's not the greatest actress. I don't believe any time she hits a dude and the dude's knocked out, I just go give me a fucking break. Somebody tried to hit me up with, well, it's all about weight and leverage. Well, well, if it's weight times leverage, where the fuck is her weight coming from? She's anorexic. She cannot knock out a 250-pound bodybuilding extra. I'm sorry. Uh-huh. Angelina Jolie is bullshit. Hey, what's going on, Ryan Karen? This is Jim Lipton on that from Twitter. Um, first off, I just got into this. Uh, got, I just started listening to your show. And... um. Uh, I, I, I'm digging what y'all doing, man. I'm digging what y'all doing. I'm finally being able to hear some college students or some college alumni talk about some real shit because I can't call, talk to a lot of these college students on motherfucking campus. So, um, good job with that. Um, I, I'm trying to call about, um, listen to your whole Al Green story type thing. And you know what? I may be fucking with a crazy bitch too. Whoa. And I think I might use this in front of this foot. Grits in my motherfucking back and shit like that. Um, I just want to know how do you know if a, like how do you know if a girl's fucking crazy? Because it's a lot harder now because you see a lot of these girls on tech like I see a lot of these girls on campus. So how shit? Uh, how can y'all find out who who is crazy or not? You know, like I said, you know. Bitches are starting to, like, crazy bitches are starting to blend in, like, the X-Men mutants and shit like that. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Wow. Alright, the first sign that you need, you might be talking to somebody crazy, is that you think they might be crazy. Yes. Uh, that's like, that's just like 100%. Also, call her crazy once, and just do it, like, offhandedly. Like, she'll make a joke, and you go, girl, you crazy. If she reacts all crazy, 
She is crazy. She says, why do you say that? I get that a lot. She's crazy. Yes. Um, emotional uh, responses um, that aren't necessary or uh, irrational. Yeah. Inappropriate emotional response like laughing at something that's sad. Yes. And crying at something that should be happy. Yeah. Uh, getting angry when they shouldn't be angry. You know, that that's also part of it, man. And at listening about clues with their last relationships. Yes. You know, how did they get along with their exes? What? How did that end? Did she? Did it end because she finally uh, keyed his car and the restraining order won't let her come back to his house? It could be that. Check it out. You never know, brother. Yes, and the biggest way you can find out crazy is if you're not watching it, get on the Bad Girls Club. The Bad Girls Club will show you every way crazy can respond. For mm. those of you out there that don't know if your girlfriend's crazy... If you see the Bad Girls Club and that's like your house, run, nigga, run. Yeah. And like they say, crazy love hard. So I guess if the pussy is too good, whatever that means, then you know she's crazy. Next voicemail. What's up, Brian and Karen? It's People's Critic calling in. Uh, I ain't called in a minute, so I figured I'd give you guys a call and say what's up. Um, <laughs> it's funny on your, on your voicemail how it, how it says... Uh, we're not in, like, at some point. If I did call, y'all would answer the phone, so I thought that was funny. Uh, anyway, I think uh, your last episode, man, you guys hit that on the head, talking about relationships and cliches and, and how people are upset these relationships and uh, dysfunctional stuff happens, and they feel like, well, this is the way things are supposed to be. Because, you know, I recently broke up with my girlfriend, and it was a lot of that same stuff I got from some of my guy friends. Because, you know, I'm so short, she was just being crazy and being a maniac. And, of course, you know, guys are saying, all women are crazy, you know that. Uh, but, you know, she would just, I mean, negative all the time about everything. Like, everything was a downer, everything. I come over to her house all happy, and she would just bring the mood down with some negative nonsense that wasn't even necessary. Um, so, anyway, I was playing that to my guy friends who were like, well, that's kind of the way things have to be. And I was like, no, nigga, it's not how things have to be. <laughs> like, if I'm not happy, there's no way I'm not coming home to that where... I gotta, you know, depress, you know, sort of suppress my mood because she's upset or because she's down. You know, I do want things to just every other day, but man, it was all the time, man. So, anyway, man, I thought that was really a good point to make, man, that a lot of people settle for unhappiness. Man, know they're not happy and just go through the, the day-to-day relationship stuff when it doesn't have to be that way. And man, you work something out with your partner, man, and, and have a true partnership and both people be happy, man. It's not like... You're talking about building a bridge to the moon, man. You're talking about being happy. I think everybody knows what, how they feel when they're happy. And if you're not doing that, then, it, you know, you got to reevaluate that. Anyway, man, love the show. Hope things are going well, man. I guess I'll always have Peace. 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 Uh, yeah, man, it's all about that inappropriate emotional response. You walk in the house happy, she feels like, I got to bring you down. And you get the mate that you believe you're going to get. And I don't mean that you can change somebody. I just believe that if you're looking for, you believe that all women are crazy, all women are irrational and emotional and whatnot, then that's the kind of chick you're going to end up with. Because subconsciously, that's what you believe all women are. It's the same way when women say, all men cheat, and then they keep getting with cheating men. That's because the way you define manhood is by certain thing, attributes and one of those attributes is cheating for that woman so she keeps finding these people that she feels like hey I want to find a man this is what men do this is what men are and she's constantly dating people that cheat 
Yeah, not only that, man. I, I feel them, man. After you done worked all day and, you know, dealt with the outside world and come home, the last thing you want to deal with is a depressed, crying motherfucker. I'm sorry. Yeah, and imagine my, you know, how what I'm dealing with because my wife is annoying. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So I come home to zero stars and I got to be 10-star rod every day and carry this whole relationship. That's right. I'm double dose. Double dose of zero. <laughs> no, I beat you. Yo, Rod. Karen, what's up? I call in. Um, I didn't really have anything I wanted to talk about. I mean, the show and stuff are good. But um, I just give everybody a heads up that I will be. I'm actually I'm in the military. I'll be shipping out next week. So I will not be on Twitter or Facebook. I call in. Um, I don't want to get back. It's going to be a shitload of episodes. I'm going to catch up on. <laughs> But, um, yeah, but I'm in the Army, so, um, I'm leaving Tuesday, and I will, I guess, first time I get back, I'll call y'all and stuff, and, and hit up everybody on Twitter and stuff, but just, just to let everybody know, I have to send messages and stuff, but I'm going to miss the show, man, I'm, I don't know what I'm going to do, but uh, I get through it. So, um, other than that, though, keep up the good work, Will and Justin, man, y'all are fools. <laughs> I've never left that all in my life in the past episode. But, um, I'm not though. Peace out, y'all. Peace, Ty. I don't know why Ty sounds so sad. Did he they, do, don't he? Did he get drafted or did he Did he not know he was signing? <laughs> they came and beat on his door. Now, here's your paper, son. Yeah, he's like, hold on. Y'all sending niggas to fight? What kind of shit is this? <laughs> I didn't sign up for this shit. I'm supposed to be on the black guy tips in a couple weeks. Um, nah, man, thank you, uh, and I know Mr. Playhead always calls everybody on the internet's fake-ass friend, but I do feel like we made a real friend in Ty Diamond, man. Yes. And, uh, you know, we're gonna miss you during the Netflix parties and... Yes. Uh, all that stuff, man, and, uh, keep your head down and be safe. And you might still be able to listen to the show. Um, we do have people in the military who listen to the show. We've had downloads in Afghanistan, Iraq, uh, you know, all kinds of places that, uh, Japan... Mm-hmm. Uh, where uh, guys who are maybe on a military base or something have found a way to listen to the show, and don't be a stranger, man. Make sure you write us and uh, you know keep try if you can keep up with the show. But most importantly, man, just be safe and uh, just know that we support you in whatever you're doing, man. Yes, sir. So I don't know, man. That was a little depressing from Ty, man. That's why I told that dude to kill himself. <laughs> All right, next voicemail. Good morning, Rob and Karen. This is Marshall Paul. I'm up in Milwaukee. Getting ready to go back home for a minute. I'm going down to Chicago. Going to check the White Sox game. Then I'm going to get up with Mike, DJ Mike Hitman for a bit before that. And then after that, I'm going to roll up into a, to a big crib and Freddie Gibbs show. I just want to ask real quick, because I, I hear y'all giving much love to big crib, but y'all don't, nobody knows about like Freddie Gibbs, man? Cause he's kind of tight, man. He's coming out of, Gary, Indiana, I mean, that's not a, that's not a place that's really easy to get through, man. It's still being one piece, so, man. And I just want to tell you, like, first, you know, if you don't know him, get to know him, but, uh, give him some love, too, at the same time with Big Crit. Also, I just saw this thing with, uh, Manny Ramirez retiring, because he got his pop here on the test, man. That's kind of shady. It's like, what's going on with that? Like, like, they were talking before about, like, uh, HGH and people taking that, but where is Manny taking that? He keeps getting popped on the, on the test. Like, what kind of, 
Confort, he's getting mad when he's like this every time he's gonna come up, you know, coming through the training camps and everything, he's gonna get popped like that. Man, I don't know. But, uh, just y'all, you guys have a good day. I gotta get rolling now, going down. So, yeah, I'm gonna have a good day and I hope you guys do too. Thanks. You too, buddy. Have yes, a good sir. one, Marshall. And I know it's not like he's about to have a blast weekend, ain't it? Yeah, it's going down, Jack. Yes, it is. Chicago's going to be off the chain. And uh, I'm going to check for Freddie Gibbs, dude. I hadn't heard of him up until now. but uh, Or I might have heard of him in passing, but I've never checked this stuff out. Uh, I will listen to it because you recommended it, Marshall. So if it's not good, it's all your fault. And I'm going to talk shit about you. All right? So good. And Manny, Manny Pacquiao is a piece of shit. But Manny Pacquiao. Oh, which one is it? Oh, the one, not the one that's scared of fighting uh, Floyd. Uh, I'm about to say, we, how we get on boxing? Manny Ramirez, he's a piece of shit. Cause, but at the same time, he's trying to get that paper, so I feel him. But yeah, so you know, stay off the drugs. You want to work here, son? You gotta stay off the drugs. Ah, next one. Hey, Rod and Karen, this is Christine. I'm calling. Um. So let you guys know about something that happened to me earlier this week. Uh, it, it has to do with Obama and criminals, and I really don't know how this lady tied it in. But I had lost my credit card, and I was going to the storage place to kind of update my credit card information. And while I was there, we were talking with the lady about, you know, somebody picking up my credit card and using it, stealing my money. And somehow, way, she got on to saying that, but people shouldn't steal money, and I work hard for my money just like everybody else works hard for their money. And somehow she wrapped it around to saying, just like the president, I don't care if you made your money working hard or sleeping with your boss. It's your money, and the president has no right to take money away from people who earn their money. And in the same paragraph, she called me a whore. The president of peace. <laughs> I, I just, I don't get it. It seems like white people are very, very sensitive about this president. And I just wanted you to know, the world to know, that you don't have to deal with this sort of stuff until either this man is out of office or until he just does something to shut them all down. It's just getting ridiculous. And then also I want to tell you guys about this very great nap I had this week. And I only get 30 minutes lunch at my job and so I, I ate my lunch at my desk, and I set my alarm clock to go to sleep in my car. And I slept for like 25 minutes. And I said, well, I got five minutes left. Let me see if I could just catch another five minutes. And I slept so hard and so deep, I thought for sure I was over the limit. So I ran back and clocked back in, and I had three minutes left on my break. I, I literally had slept two minutes, and it felt like forever. of the best sleep in the world. And I just want y'all to know that maybe one day you can get that kind of sleep if you're lucky. Alright y'all, I just want to let y'all know. Okay, bye. <laughs> that sounds like an epic nap. Yes, it does. Team epic nap. Yes, sir. And for those of you out there that don't believe in naps, screw you. Nap is good for you. Yeah. And it's oh. wonderful. Um, But also, what I've realized too is that when she was talking about before, it's amazing when you talk to people and for some reason they want to get their opinion about shit that ain't got nothing to do with what y'all doing. Yeah. And then also, I think especially with women, they think everybody agrees with them because everybody in their world agrees with them, but they ain't never really talked to anybody outside of their world that don't agree with them. 
Yeah. So when they start talking to you, they use just talking to the choir. Yeah, you know, they're normally people are surrounded by <clears throat> by people with the same opinionism constantly. Um, and what I will say is, uh, it's really a big pet peeve of mine to hear people talk about entitlement programs such as welfare, um, <clears throat> unemployment benefits, Section Eight. Um, and the reason that I have a problem with that is because most of you motherfuckers are entitled. All of us are getting benefits from the government. Um, it's just that you feel like your benefits are yours, but anything that offers somebody poor or who wasn't born as fortunate upward mobility, you want to be against that shit. But what is a, 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 a tax credit for buying a house? What is a tax credit for being married? You know, what is a tax credit for having children? Is that not entitlement? Why the fuck should you be rewarded by the government for having a child or owning a home? You know, it's like, and and whatever incentive you think the government is giving you to do that, that money for Section 8 welfare and unemployment and food stamps and Planned Parenthood is the same type of mobility they're trying to give those people. They're trying to incentivize them to do better. It's not like they give you a million dollars when you're on welfare. They're giving you enough money so you can do something like maybe afford to take the bus to work. Yes, and on top of that, I, and, and the money that they give you is not enough. Because I remember asking my mother-in-law about the money they give you. That drop in the bucket they give you is ain't shit compared to what you spend year-round in your child. Yeah, people just have an image of everybody sitting around in mansions and cashing government checks. And it's not what you think it is. But, no, it's um, not. That, normally that person, when people talk like that, it just lets me know that they don't have a diverse group of friends. No, they don't. And people that they can actually talk with. Yep. Yo, what's up? Ron Kane. Been listening for a while. Uh, just first time calling the show. Oh, this is Linwood H? At Linwood H on Twitter. Okay, yeah. Okay. Watched it a couple times, but I just woke up this morning and I was wondering, I mean, Luther, for one, Luther Vandross was gay, right? And yes. two, got me thinking about Eddie Murphy and all the stuff I heard about him about him being gay. And if he's gay, what's up with everybody just giving him a pass? You know, I'm not saying anything wrong with it, but, I mean, do people talk about it? Or is it, is it just like he's so funny that we uh, we know he's gay and we just gonna let it fly because that would make Shrek, like, not a funny movie? You know, it, it, everybody knew that Eddie Murphy stuff did it or something like that. Yeah, I just want to know what, what y'all thought about that and what y'all had heard about that. All right, keep doing what y'all doing. The show's great. Talk to y'all soon. Alright. Make sure you beat that button. Okay. Uh, first of uh-huh. all, um, I think that the black community has cognitive dissonance when it comes to homosexuals that are talented and do things for the community. Uh, so like how a church will talk bad about gays, but at the same time, they'll have a gay choir leader. Gay dudes in the choir, gay dude playing the piano or something like that. And it's funny because what they basically are saying is, well, if you entertain me, if you make me laugh, there's no way you can be gay. Yeah. Trying to justify <clears throat> it in their minds. Yeah. But, but yeah, that, so that's what happens with Luther. Instead of people saying, I love Luther, I love his music, I accept him. That's right. I accept him as he is, and that's how much I love him, how much of a fan I am. That's right. They say, I like him so much that he can't possibly be gay. Oh, because that would make them have to deal with their own issues. Right. That's what it is. Like, well, he's not gay. You know, they get mad at you. And it's all because they don't want to say, uh, okay, I just don't. I'm not comfortable 
liking a gay dude's music. Men and women, you know, have that problem. So, uh, you ready to get to the next one? I am. Then let's go ahead and do it. Cool. Yo, what up? It's Shorty needs to come out with a mixtape. I, I, I told you before, his mixtape release is on the podcast. Oh, okay. So we need to put some beats under this shit? Yes, we will put some beats under this <clears throat> shorty short stack. And I thank you, I think, for the shout out on the song. I think I'm going to become Tolly Tall Stacks and rap against him. He might not <laughs> like that. All right. Uh, buttermilk pancakes? <laughs> <laughs> hey, this is Christine again. I just had to comment on something you guys were talking about, about Pinky uh, not taking off work for a couple of days to clear up the class. And I think that's awful. I'm so glad that I decided to go to school and not get into porn because I like to take off work and I just can't imagine not being able to call in and say, hey, Joe, my coochie's on the fritz again. I, I just can't make it in. Well, what kind of job do you have where you just can't take off? First of all, who wants to see a show? Featuring Pinky cameo appearance, Cornelia. That's disgusting. Think about your viewers. I don't want to miss. Ugh. I don't want to have to think about that. So thank you guys for ruining porn for me ever. I need you. <laughs> Let me tell you something, Christine. You work with people right now that don't call out when they got the clap. No. And on top of that, at least somebody knew Pinky had the clap. There are people around you every day. They got the clap, and they don't even know they got the clap. Right, yeah, so you double wipe them the toilet seats is what I'm saying. Yes. You might want to hover. And wash your hands. Yeah. <laughs> All right, next voicemail. Hey, what's up, man? This is, you know, I'm black, easy, you know, I'm L-A-K, no seat, please. Wait, my plate again, and check it. I actually have a question for y'all this week. Time to get this, so here we go. All right, so me and my girl, we went out, and we went to this restaurant. So we're sitting there chilling, and the waiter comes over and, you know, he asks to take our order. very fucking talking. <laughs> like, he won't shut the fuck up. He just keeps talking or what it all. 
So he doesn't take an order because we're not ready. He comes back, pulls up a seat to the table, sits down, and goes, you know, before I take your order, I'm just going to take a real a point real quick. And proceeds to tell me, to tell us, his fucking life story about how he was in the Navy, how he went to school, how he's trying to go work at some restaurant that had like a hundred waiters on staff at night. Mind you, he has not taken our orders yet. My question is, how do you politely tell a dumbass waiter to get the fuck out of your face without worrying about him spitting your food in the kitchen? <laughs> That's all I want to know. So, uh, let me know what y'all think, and, uh, Peace. Peace. Um, so have you ever had that experience with an extra friendly waiter where they come in and they should just be taking your order, but they're too friendly and they're talking to you and sitting down with you and stuff? Yeah, me and you talked about this before. A lot of times, like, especially like we got to go to the movies or something like that. A lot of times we're like, hey, can you go ahead and cash us out? Or, you know, we'll do things... Uh, subconsciously to let them know that we ain't trying to hang around here for a long period of time. Yeah, and it's awkward too. I mean, what if you're talking to your chick about something important? Yeah. You know, and here comes Mr. Waiter. Like, so, are you going to get that abortion or not? Hey, what's going on, folks? Welcome to IHOP. Can I sit down with you? <laughs> yes. Let's talk about my life story. Yes. Would you like to root it to it, fresh and fruity? Yeah, I say you just rap to that nigga and make him leave, man. Tell him you got to go to a movie. You be like, you know what I'm saying? Don't have a seat, nigga. I'm trying to eat, nigga. Going to the movies, about to catch this beat, nigga. Nah, you just go ahead and tell them, you know, what's up, man? Turn into your alter ego and flip out on them. I bet Shorty Short Stacks wouldn't take that shit. No, he wouldn't take that shit. Hell no. Alright, next one. Hey, Ryan, uh, Karen. Uh, this is Jay. I guess, uh, adjective underscore Jay from, from Twitter. Uh, first, I was just calling to say thanks again to Darren um, for being on Negro Majority. I really appreciate it. And also, I was listening to the Morgan P. Campbell episode, and I think it's something that Morgan said that I really liked. He was saying that uh, sports writers on the whole almost is like they have to, like, they're constantly getting, like, uh, I guess, like, challenged, and people want to, like, have these arguments with them. And I think that's, that's kind of like the reflection of our society. It's almost like we've lost the difference between argument and debate. Like with an argument, there's a point of contention between two parties, and then, of course, one party is actually wrong, I think, in the argument. So, like, for an argument, for example, if someone came up to me and they were like, hey, I think the Aryan race is the superior race, that would be an argument then. There's no longer a debate about that, because it's pretty obvious that the Aryan race is not superior, and my evidence would just be every black athlete alive, <laughs> starting with Jeff Yeoman. So, I mean, obviously that, that's the argument, but the debate would be when you have two viewpoints that can't necessarily be proven, that based upon evidence, obviously, but neither can be proven as being right, and you're just trying to help each other see, I guess, each other's viewpoints. And I think people don't do that anymore. No one understands how to debate. And I think that's, uh, like, you know, if you were part of a debate team or something like that, uh, I think even in the type of debate team sessions, it still is like you have to take a viewpoint that's not necessarily right or wrong, I think we're getting away from that. Everyone always seems to think that, that you have to be right or wrong in a debate, and that's not the case. Your viewpoint is your viewpoint, and my viewpoint is my viewpoint, and we can both still have that viewpoint. I don't have to believe what you what you believe uh, at the end of a debate, but I can at least understand where you're coming from. So I don't know. I think that's probably a reflection of, I guess, the society we live in, and it's just kind of, it comes with the most in sports, because in sports there's, 
far less, you know, I guess uh, black and white, right and wrong areas, especially when you talk about comparing players that didn't even play together. I, I guess I'm thinking about like the guy that um, said like Derrick Rose was the best point guard of all time. I mean, like he's not going to get a chance to play against like uh, you know a Pistol Pete or a Bob Cousy, and all we can do is just see you know film and say, well, you know, he wasn't as fast or he wasn't as quick, and there's no way for us to really have a comparison there. So I don't know. I think that's just that's why sports seems to have that issue. And, and maybe someday soon people will understand that, like, debates are, you know, different from arguments. Anyway, I know it's supposed to be three minutes, so that's it for me. You guys will love your show. Peace. All right, so first things first. Uh, Karen, how did you enjoy the Negro majority? I had a good time with him. We talked about all kinds of stuff. And for those of you that are out there that are not up on Adjectives J's uh, podcast, it's actually a really, really good podcast. I don't think I'm episode number eight. So he's just starting. So kind of like our podcast, you want to get in when you first start. So then you won't have to go back and listen to 140 episodes when once he gets that big. All right, cool. And uh, I will go ahead and put a link to that on our page uh, today sometime. Um... As far as arguments versus, uh, you know, debating, uh, I think it's kind of semantics because I think a lot of the arguments come from feelings and emotions, and they yes. can't be proven right or wrong. Uh, so if you feel that the Aryan race is superior or the black race is superior like Karen does because she's racist, <laughs> um, then, then who can really disprove what fact? Like, if bringing up Jesse Owens won't disprove anything to that person because he's just emotional about it and he's really defending his own insecurity um and, but i do get the point though i just like i i hate when i start participating in what i feel is a debate and it turns out to be an argument you know i'm, I'm not i'm not here for fussing no you know what i mean if you want to be emotionally mad at lebron and you don't want to hear reason then that's good I, I can move to the next person yes and you're not the one come to the talk show radio people who want to hear that i don't yeah all right last voicemail Oh my god, Rob, what, what, what the hell happened? I mean, are you and Karen getting a divorce or something? I saw that she was on the Negro Majority podcast, and it was just her. What the hell's going on? I mean, I know she's beating you, but... <laughs> and that, does she... Like, you know, does she have a, some sort of secret bank account? And... She's playing on leaving or something? What is going on? I mean, you guys cannot split up... I just love the podcast too much. Okay, so you guys have to fix it. You guys have to do something. Have uh, President Obama help you guys out or something because, man, it, this offends me so much. And by the way, this is Shirley Huang as well. Peace. Shirley! <laughs> What's up? Uh, wait a minute. You was on Adjective J Podcast? I was. You cheating hussy. How am I cheating? You knew I was talking with them. Well, if we having an affair, we doing terrible at keeping it quiet. Shirley, we have an open podcast relationship. Yes, um, we do. Where either one of us can go and be part of another podcast as long as we come home to our podcast. Yes. And don't judge us, okay? No. This is the secret to our podcast happiness. What makes the Scarfingers work might not make us work and vice versa so um i'm just anytime somebody wants to have us on their show uh we're always happy to do it you know especially if it's a show we're a fan of and yes. we really like it yes. 
I mean, I'm not gonna just, I, I won't lie and say I'll be on anyone's show. show. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, in general, she's just moving the brand forward. I'm moving the brand forward. Um, and it's always cool because I get to go downstairs and play Mass Effect when Karen's doing stuff like that. So, it, it doesn't bother me at all. Yes, I got my secret uh, bank account. I'm be secretly um, uh, sitting on Monday the time while he's overseas to take care of him. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, man. Well, this has been another episode of the Black Autist Podcast. Of course, you know, black, uh, you can follow us on uh, Twitter. I'm at Rodimus Prime. I'll say that again. That is in D-A-T. You can go to the website, theblackouttips.com. Uh, you can donate to the show there. You can join our forums. Uh, we appreciate everybody that donates, everybody that's a forum member uh, and participates. We love when you guys do that. Um, you can call the show, 704-557-0186. You can also email the show, theblackouttips at gmail.com. Um, and uh, tomorrow, our, our, our guest will be Lene, who's like the CEO of Complex Magazine. So cool. hopefully, uh, you know, we'll have some good questions for her. And um, let's see. Well, I guess that's it for now. One thing I like to say, I like to tell everybody, uh, thank you for your call. Thank you for your emails. And for the- oh, my God. This is so annoying. Jesus. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Am I, am I right, Samantha? You know what I'm saying? She, she high five you right now. I Ten star rod. I hate she had to skip past all that, Karen. I, I did too, but she's going to have to hear a little bit more. Okay, oh, well, go oh, ahead. No. I like to tell about I'll cover my ears. Thank you. Thank you for the phone calls, guys. Thank you for the emails, guys. Uh, thank you for the first time callers and for those of you that are thinking about uh, contacting us please do check out our forums and our Facebook page and all that stuff because we love the Saturday podcast to us it's some of our best podcasts alright so until next time even though she's annoying I love you I love you too I'm I'm actually waiting on the boss now he says that we have some kind of special assignment he's supposed to be calling me
Montana Forget the city, sugar got country grammar And yo, we going places where my sound scan ain't tough So when I say I ain't Norio, it ain't that rough I need a jig in my face, asking all this stuff I gotta keep my mouth shut and don't say what, what But yo, it's hard to, nonetheless, got the heart to Yo, from New Orleans, LA, VA to Queens The I-95, now we hit the Philippines But now it's different, you gotta stay sober Yo, communicate, Star Tech, Motorola Keep it on the hot hubs, don't talk too much Dog down entertainment, you know we touch All our whips got navigation Why your whips is just call patient Is you knowing what you're facing?